Ayers on the Road, value-based parenting and life balance ideas from world-traveling family coaches. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. Hello and welcome back to Ayers on the Road. Wow, we're into the holiday season, up to our gills right now, and we hope that you are enjoying that as we are, along with a little bit of hassle. You'd say up to the gills, huh? Yeah. Well, actually, we have an antidote for you today for the Christmas rush and frustration. Did you know that's what we're going to offer today, honey? No. (laughs) (laughs) And it ties in. We are so excited about the recent theme of ours on the road, dealing with gratitude, becoming more deliberate and more precise and more abundant in our expression of thanksgiving. And uh, we want to continue this challenge. We call it the Thanksgiving Challenge or the Gratitude Experiment, where each month we ask you to join us in looking at gratitude in a new and fresh way. And we started it, of course, in November with Thanksgiving. And so many of you we know, we've heard from you and you participated with us in the simple the simplest thing of all, which so many people do, keeping a gratitude journal and listing 10 things every single day that you're grateful for. And what we've heard from many of you is that the beauty of a gratitude journal is that you're not just thinking of random things that you're grateful for. You're thinking of things that happened to you that particular day and you're, you're paying attention to them. You're being grateful for them. You're thinking about them. You're writing them down. And that process seems to create and generate a type of happiness and a type of peace, actually, is what I'm getting to, Linda, that uh, gratitude links up with peace. People who are thinking about what they're grateful for feel a calmness that other people don't feel. Well, and all of this is part of our goal in doing this podcast is to make better connections um, in relationships and having better relationships with a lot and a lot of different areas. We need these connections during this crazy pandemic time. And it just, you keep thinking it's going to go away. Okay. I can make it till now because this is going to go away. And then something new pops up, a new variant, a new this or that and the other. Um, it is really a hard time. And so hopefully this will help you with your connections with yourself, if nothing else, but also with your um, family, uh, with your spouse, with your children, uh, and especially with God. Right. And we, we would like this this gratitude experiment, which will last a year and we'll devote the first podcast of every month to sort of an an extension of gratitude or a new perspective, a new approach, a new way to look at gratitude. And, And November was just the straight out, you know, 10 things, write down 10 things every day. But now for December, we're going to try in our experiment, and hopefully as you participate with us, to tie gratitude to grace to, to try to tie it into the Savior and try it, tie it into Christmas in a way that I think is really profound. Because think of it this way, Linda, if, if someone just says, oh, I appreciate this, or I appreciate that, or this is nice, or it's a beautiful day today, that's, that's a form of gratitude. 
But when we get specific and name something and write it down, as we have in November, that's an elevation of, of the gratitude idea. And when we take another step, which we're going to ask you to do in December, it's a very important step because it's directing the gratitude to someone. And in this case, directing the gratitude to God and to Christ. So there's not only an object of our gratitude, not only something we're thankful for, but someone that we're thankful to. And, and I know that's always sort of implied in, in Christian minds, but we want to make it more than implied this month. We want to make it a profound sort of discipline where we're, we're, we're giving credit to the giver for each thing that we appreciate. And it's, it's a powerful thing. And it's not completely natural. I mean, it's something that we have to work at in order to think that way. It's a new way of thinking. It is a new way of thinking. And we've thought of it a lot because we've been kind of, um, we go in and out on our adoration of C.S. Lewis. But because of some things that have happened recently, in fact, we just last night went to a preview of a play about C.S. Lewis, not directly, but indirectly. But it is it was so amazing to realize we actually just see, saw a movie last week about... The Most Reluctant Convert. The, mo- the Most Reluctant Christian. Uh, One a, of those. A movie about C.S. <laughs> Lewis. It's just beautiful. It's starring so a guy we just have come to really like, Max um, McLean. Yes, exactly. And, I mean, it started... Um, he started being totally an atheist uh, because of his upbringing, his childhood. It was really hard, and uh, it really has been an amazing experience. So all of this combined has made us really realize how important it is let to us, think about this. Let us really be more precise about this by reading you a little poem that we use in our in our book, Daily Thanks. By the way, that's our gratitude journal. I mean, you don't need it. You can write it. You, you, you do need a gratitude journal to do this ex- experiment, but that can be a notebook or a journal that you already have. If you're interested in this one that we've produced, it's called Daily Thanks, the year-round gratitude journal. And it's going to kind of be our text as we go along. We're now going to read you the introduction to the December projection of this new and deeper form of gratitude, and we'll stop to commentate as we go along. So for December, we're talking about grace, which is one of my favorite words, and we don't talk about often enough. This is how it goes. Perhaps gratitude, grace, and joy all begin with beauty. Keats said, a thing of beauty is a joy forever. And then he upped the ante by saying, beauty is truth, truth, beauty. That is all ye know on earth and all ye need to know. By the way, I I don't know how Keats, a young poet in England, had that level of profundity because, boy, there's a lot of room for thought in that, Linda. Beauty is truth, truth, beauty. That is all you know on earth and all you need to know. I mean, there is this wonderful, there is this beautiful thing that involves grace and gratitude, and it involves truth, a truth that has a ring of truth that we know when we hear it. So so going on, in the rant and rush of pushy life, 
we need to find the moments to see beauty, to sit peacefully and feel our thoughts and soak in the gratitude and grace and joy. That's what we're going to be challenging challenging you to do this month. And I love that phrase, uh, pushy. I mean, pushy life. It does feel pushy. We're yeah. right now. We're at the beginning of December. I don't know when you're le- listening to this, but it feels pushy. There's so much to get done by the end of the month. Yeah. Grace and gratitude go together, not only in their alien alliteration. Alliteration. Uh, some of you know I love alliteration. Grace and gratitude. They go together because they form an alliteration, but also... But in their root, both come from the Latin gratia. Gratia means meaning grace, graciousness, or gratefulness. All the words that spring from that Latin word, gratia, are pretty, pretty amazing. Grace, graciousness, gratitude, all those wonderful, they just inspire you to, to even think about the words. Grace is the ultimate gratitude to the ultimate giver. If thanks just lies there naked and inert, it will probably fossilize and turn hard and brittle. By itself, it is unconnected and spinning in its own lonely orbit. It needs to be applied to something and extended to someone. I love that. It's, it is true. We need to attack it, attach it to something real. To say I'm thankful as an observation is one thing, but to point and say I'm thankful for that blessing and to let a little place in you, in you turn warm and quiver a bit with the beauty of it, that is thankfulness with an object. And that's what we really worked on together in November being specific about what we're thankful for, not just general, but focusing on on some particular person or thing or situation or happening or blessing that we are very thankful for and focusing on it. That's the object of our thankfulness. And now in December, we're adding the subject, the person, the, the, the person we're giving the gratitude to, the, the recipient of our gratitude. So going on, still, even with a specific point of gratitude, still without a recipient or a subject, the thanks is sterile and undirected, destined to fly onward through space without an end or a destination, a circuit without a current, an expression without a connection. But... But to say, I'm thankful to the giver completes the circuit and turns on the light, especially for the giver to God and the light to his spirit. So you see where we're going with this. This is a progression now. We're talking about a kind of gratitude that grows and develops and and gets higher. Christmas is the time to do it. Christmas, this wave of beauty and peace, this celebration of the birth, of stunning sacrifice, we are as tiny naked babes staring up and trying to grasp the grandeur of his grace. So let's pause there for a minute, Linda, and and sort of add our commitment to this because we, 
we're doing this. We, this is our year. This, you know, a lot of people pick a word that they're going to orient their lives to. And, and this is our word and our year starting in November at, at Thanksgiving and going to the next Thanksgiving. And our word is gratitude. And we're adding these other words as we go along. We're adding grace this month. We're adding other words as we go along. And, and, and we will promise you that every single month you won't get bored. That's that's one problem with a regular gratitude journal is people write down things they're grateful for every day and then they do it the next day and then they do it the next day. And by the end of a month or two months, they're like, gee, I've pretty well said everything I can think of. I'm running out of steam and I'm also getting a little it's getting a little routine. It's not refreshing and powerful every time I do it. So our antidote to that is a whole new approach to gratitude each month. So in December, Whereas November, you were just making a list in your gratitude journal. In December, here's the idea. In your prayer, specify five particular things each day and give thanks to God for those in prayer in a very specific, very thoughtful way. And then in the gratitude journal, your gratitude journal at the end of the day, write down what those five things were that you specifically thanked God for. And that's a whole different thing, a whole different feeling. It is. And I I do have to say that I'm kind of grateful to be changing my word this year. And we have to say that we know all of you are not going to be totally in on this. You just, you know, we love it if you listen and and it sparks something in your mind. But honey, you have to realize that everybody is not going to write down. Everyone's not going to do it, but it's better if they do. But it is better if they do. And I do have to say, I am so grateful that I am now off of last year's word, um, which usually I'll change in December, but we decided to change in November this year. Because last year, my two words were no regrets. And I didn't do very well on that. <laughs> That's true. Linda's I, second I guess did yourself I did better, but I didn't do great. <laughs> like we all do. Perfect. But I, I do have to say that I started this this morning, and it, it's remarkable what can happen. We're going to talk about how that can really apply in just a minute. So we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to extend this specific challenge to you, the gratitude challenge for December. Stay with us. We'll be right back on Ayers on the Road. Welcome back to Ayers on the Road. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. And we're back. Um, we are talking about being grateful in a different way, in a totally different way. And I do, uh, we ended by saying um, that it makes a difference how you focus your mind. So I did this starting December uh, first, a couple of days ago. Yeah, we're two days ahead of you, um, two yeah, or three days three. ahead of you listeners. Anyway, um, it was pretty amazing when I started thinking about what am I grateful for, five specific things. And, and what are you going to put in your prayers? What are you going to thank God right. for that day? And it fits into what you've said a lot, Linda, that, uh, you know, uh, prayers for a lot of us are too they're a little unbalanced sometimes. We're focused so much and we're pretty urgent and pretty pretty earnest about what we're asking for, but a little perfunctory about what we're thankful for. It's like, oh, I should say thanks for a couple things. Now let me get to the things I'm asking for. We want to flip that a little this month. Right? Well, I, yes, I, we do. And I have to say that for me, 
my mind immediately flipped to our children. We have five children right now that are kind of in transition and distress and there's things going on in their lives. And, and as I knelt to pray about that, I can't believe what happened. I started praying about each specific child and, and how much, how grateful I was for them, but also that I was aware of the things that they were going through and waiting for help for this particular child and that one. But think how that, that's so interesting, Linda, because that's, that's what happens. I think, see, you were kneeling down to pray for those five children because there's certain things we know they need, blessings we know they need. We're praying for them. That's a very natural and appropriate thing to do in prayer. But because we're on this gratitude challenge, you sort of flip that in your mind and, and focused on how grateful you are for each of those children. Yes. And it started revealing to you these wonderful things about them and sort of flipped you into a positive mode where you're focused on how great they are and how talented they are rather than on, you know, what they need. How so did you badly. know that? You well, weren't there. Same, no, but the that's same, exactly the, what happened. It was pretty amazing yeah. because they're so they're so good and brave and they're working through hard things and they're just um have they're gritty and they're really doing a great job and and you know some of them are failing a little bit here or failing a little bit there and it, it just was such an interesting process as I went through those kids and it was kind of a longer prayer than usual too <laughs> because I was really thinking and really praying for them I'm just so grateful for who they are and that they we got the opportunity to be their parents. Uh, we'll make you a little promise. When you kneel down with the with the idea of thinking of five fresh, new, or clear things that you want to say thank you to God for, this will expand your mind in a lot of ways and begin to add to your joy in a way that's very, very special. Let us finish this little poem that opens December and then give you an exact challenge that we want you to join us on. So going on, gracefulness, think of that word divided into three, gracefulness, amazing grace. Beyond amazing, grace is miraculously mysterious because it is the magic of one spirit's singular perfection overcoming the vast imperfections of the other billions. We can't comprehend it, but we can appreciate it and be awed by it. So you see how this whole December gratitude challenge is focusing now on on Christ. And peace somehow interprets itself within us, changing us, transforming us, gradually gifting grace until we become graceful and grateful, a beauty from within. Isn't that a beautiful, the way these words that share the same Latin root go together until we, we work on it, we pray harder, we pray more specifically until we become graceful and grateful, a beauty from within. I, I love that. Gratitude plays a place in this transition, growing, gathering perspective and awareness, deepening and permeating 
and in a way overwhelming us into realizing that it is actually too big for mere appreciation to comprehend. Evolving, here we go, elevating, energizing, a progressive process whereby gratitude turns, turns to awe and finally to grace. That's what I want to emphasize. This is, this is powerful in our lives if we really grasp this, that starting with appreciation, moving into gratitude, and, and then evolving and elevating and energizing and progressing to where gratitude turns into something bigger. And we, it's a small word, but it's a huge thing, and that is awe, A-W-E. And then finally turning into grace. And we emerge amazed and awestruck and saved. Gratitude beyond gratitude. The biblical Paul taught us that it is by grace, God's gift, that we are saved after all we can do. It is by grace you're saved after all you can do. So so the overwhelming umbrella to this month's gratitude challenge is we're, we're grateful for grace. We're grateful for something so far beyond us that we can't comprehend it, but it is the thing that saves us and we cannot save ourselves. We do the best we can. We struggle, we work, we try to become better people, but it all comes down to grace. And, and it reminds us of our smallness and our humility, our nothingness, if you will, and of God's everythingness. And that's the lead up to Christmas. That's the lead up to the miracle of, of Christ's condescension and coming down to this earth. So now we wanted to try to put that challenge into one little sentence and we'll repeat it a couple of times and we'll ask you or invite you to join us in this. So the December challenge is However you pray, add more thanksgiving. Thank God for five new things each night. Then, in this book or in your gratitude journal, keep a list for the month. We're going to call it the 31 days of Christmas. Every day in December, five things. Not just that you're thankful for. That was November. But things you have just clearly and specifically thanked God for. So the best time to write this in your gratitude journal is as you finish your prayer and write those down. And then on New Year's Eve, you'll be able to inventory 155 things, five per day for December. If you're a little behind, if you're listening to this end of the week, maybe you won't have quite that many, or maybe you'll go back and fill them in earlier but you'll have an inventory of 155 things, not just that you're grateful for, but that you have thanked God for in a personal and very deeply felt way. Well, I'm chuckling here because, you know, um, I'm married to a guy that is actually going to do that every single day. And I am really going to work at it too. We have been doing you're better our at grateful it than things. I am. I, I look at your gratitude journal no. and it motivates me to get mine in shape. Well, I, we've challenged our children to do this. And some of them are like, yeah, we're doing this. Yeah, we're doing this. But then they are doing Christmas for all their families too. And so uh, I know that it's, it's just really hard to be consistent, but we have, 
stayed up a little later to write our lists or gotten up a little earlier to pray a little bit longer. And I think it does really help. We don't, we're not going to check on your 155 things, right? <laughs> no, we're not <laughs> going to. This is month. not a test. <laughs> you will not. not get a failing grade. It's all about the effort, right? It's all about doing a little better about thinking about those things. It really does change your mindset during the day as well, because when you can't be mad and upset if you're more grateful than that, you are Boy, mad. that's yeah. for sure. It's an antidote to those things. Linda, a few people have said to me, I'm sure you've heard the same thing, be a little more personal on your podcast. We want to hear stories. We want to hear about your family. And and again, the whole purpose of Ayers on the Road podcast is to help us think more about our family and, and you know, be more prioritized on the things that really matter. And boy, we've had a, we've had a great, I mentioned last podcast, it's been a great time for me because I had my cataract, I had my second cataract I operated on yesterday. I see better than I have for 10 years. It's, I thought I, I thought I could see fine, but now I'm yeah, amazed. It's funny how you do that. But even more than that, just being so grateful for our family. Many of you know, we have two sons in, in New York. We're leaving tomorrow to go spend a, a week in New York with these 10 grandchildren and, and our sons, Noah and Eli, who we love so much and who are not going to be able to be with us on actual Christmas. And, uh, and plus it's really a trial to go to New York, you know, yeah, during Christmas. Yeah. We don't, it's we'll really have, hard for us. But. We'll have to just endure seeing the <laughs> Rockefeller Center and the windows at Bergdorf and all those other fun things. things <laughs> Yeah, the Met also is there. You know, there are quite a few things. But um, but it is really so um, fun to be able to do it. First of all, we're just so grateful that we can do it. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and hopefully it'll continue and Omicron won't take us back a notch. Yeah, but you never know. You mm. never know what's going to happen in this crazy world. And then we'll be here with our three children who live close to us, our three daughters, all of our sons are f more far spread. We've been down in Arizona with the fourth daughter, Shawnee, who many of you know, and with our son, Josh, the world's best fourth grade teacher. We were there for a wedding and for a ceiling and for Thanksgiving, oh, yes. and it was just wonderful. Well, I do have to say that I, one of my children that I'm, that I'm grateful for this week is Shawnee because she is, I know some of you followed her on 71 Toes, but she just accomplished the a most miracle. incredible thing that I've ever she seen. Fifty-seven she, people for Thanksgiving, and then oh, then three times that many for the after ceiling well, party. No, no, and then a hundred for pie that night, and oh then the, the ceiling the next morning, and then a big '80s party. That um, it was the party of all parties. It was so fun. Everybody, we wiped out the DI and the Sabres and had the most fabulous uh, costumes, um, disco balls and, and a, D, a DJ that was fabulous with 80s music. It was so fun. And this little darling granddaughter only had been married for almost a year and a half and had not had a chance to be sealed. So it was silly to have like a reception with people coming through her line. So they decided to really just 
celebrate that. And we had so much fun. You look good in your 80s outfit. Oh, my gosh. You look great. Richard had a wig to end all wigs. What, what, it was my Rod was Stewart wig. Rod Stewart yeah, wig. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. And then that only leaves our two sons who live the furthest away, one on, on Maui and Hawaii and one in Switzerland. And they're the only two we won't see for Christmas, but we'll make up for that in January. We'll get out there to see them. So families are the best. Families are what it's all about. Relationships are what matters. And of course, gratitude and grace. Give that some extra thought. We've all got a lot of worries, but try to turn them into gratitude this month. So thanks for joining us and hope to see you next time on Hires on the Road. Bye till then. 